Welcome to the Living With Light podcast, a place of soul inspiration and spiritual guidance, helping you uncover your own spiritual and healing path. I'm your host, Gemma Jane, and I am an intuitive, multi-level energy healer and divine channel, conscious co-creator and soul purpose mentor. And I'm here to awaken your connection to the divine within deepening your own intuition and inner guidance and allow the space for massive change and transformation. I am honored to be on this journey of self-discovery with you. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Living With Light podcast. I am super excited to be talking about this topic. I know I say that a lot, but I just love talking about spirituality, hence the reason why I'm doing a podcast. So I get asked this question a lot and it comes up with my coaching clients and it comes up with my friends and family and it is how to set up an altar, how to create that sacred space, that sacred container within your own home and how you can harness that energy and expand it and create an anchor within your home, which is so important to help ground your energy and to really help you bring down that divine essence, that soul, your higher self who is already residing in a higher vibration. And we, in spirituality, our we are wanting to bring that down, right? We're wanting to bring that into the physical and shed the layers that are no longer serving us. And by having this altar and creating this space where you do your spiritual practices, the vibration around that area becomes really intense. And of course it expands and grows as you give it more love and as you give it more attention and as you do chanting and your spiritual practices there for longer. And it becomes this little hub in your house that when you're having a bad day, when you notice that your energy has been shifting, if you need your kids to calm down or your partner to stop stressing you out, whatever it is, if they go sit in that energy, it completely changes them. So setting up an altar, we can't underestimate the power of an altar, of having that sacred container, that sacred space within our home. It also serves as a bit of a a visual focus, a visual anchor so that you can sit there and you know that you're going to be doing your practices. So it really helps you get focused, get clear and set those intentions, which are important when we are doing our spiritual practices, but also our healing work. So your meditations, releasing aspects of yourself that are no longer serving you, shedding your shadow. This quiet place helps you, helps your mind and it helps your mind quiet and your body ground. So choosing the space. Ideally, we want this space to be large enough for us to perform our spiritual practices, but it can be anywhere. It could be a window ledge. It could be a large table or chest. It could be an attic or a veranda or anything that really resonates with you, that makes you feel super comfortable 
and you're able to perform your spiritual practices there and not be influenced by whatever's going around. So you don't really want to set it up in your lounge room, for instance, and then have your kids or your partner watching the television because that's going to distract you. And you can have more than one. So as I have spoken about before, I do my spiritual practices in front of my altar. And I also do the, I do a lot of stuff in my bedroom. So I have like a, I want to call it a portable altar. So being a smaller altar, I'll just grab whatever I'm currently needing, whatever my intuitive nudges are for that moment, depending on what I'm actually doing. And then I have my bigger altar set up where I perform my spiritual practices. So this is where I will do a lot of my chanting. This is where I will perform my spiritual practices to the goddesses that I want to, the energies that I want to invoke. This is how I show my devotion. So when you're first starting to set up your altar, and I'll majority talk about having a bigger altar because that's the question that I kind of get asked a lot. Um, We want to cleanse the space. So sage it out, remove all the negative energy, just really get it all flowing in there so that we're starting with a clean slate when we're starting our practices. You could say a little prayer, set the intention that you're creating this beautiful sacred container, sacred space for you to grow your intuition, connect to your spiritual hierarchy, your spiritual team. So next is choosing the items. So you can choose whatever you want to put on there, right? And it is it is a space that makes you that makes you feel connected. So you're going to choose items that really resonate with you. Don't be influenced by what someone else has on their older or finding a picture on Pinterest and being like, okay, I'm just going to go out and buy all of these items. You really need to be intentional with the items you're putting on there. You don't want to create knickknacky little things on there that aren't really, the energy's not serving you. You're going to find it way more potent if you tune in and intentionally choose your items. It's more about creating a sacred space for yourself and for your rituals, your daily practices. So that's making it the first priority. And then what it looks like is kind of the second, which I struggled with when I first started to set up my altars because I'm so visual. I love all my artwork. I love everything to be beautiful and pretty. And anyway, so I really... It took me a while to be like, no, these are the energies that I want to create. This is what I'm trying to create. And I can have a beautiful, another space that has all of my spiritual tools that I don't want on my altar. I would really encourage you just to use the items that you already have. And as you go down your journey, you will add and remove items as you go along. So don't feel like you need to rush out and buy everything that I am suggesting or that I have put on my own altar. These are purely suggestions just to get you in in the flow and you can choose what you want. So to begin with, we want to bring in the four elements of earth, air, fire and water. And they can be in any kind of form. So these are just some suggestions a candle for the fire, incense, a vessel of water. So this creates that flow, a feather, 
a crystal that really speaks to you, fresh flowers or herbs. And we use the fresh flowers, the herbs as an offering to the gods. So it could also be like alcohol or spices, anything that's going to show them your devotion and gratitude. So you're giving this with love. So you're giving the flower with love. A bell is really cool or any other kind of sound object. So if you've got a Tibetan singing bowl or you've got any other of the crystal singing bowls and or a bell, I have a bell. And when you ring it, it, the vibration attunes you to that spiritual energy. So it's a really cool way to help shift the energy in the room by just ringing that bell. And it is definitely part of a lot of spiritual practices. You can also dress your altar with silk. So silk has a really high vibration properties. So with the tarot cards, for instance, I wrap my tarot cards in silk and it keeps that higher vibration. Then we want to have our spiritual figures, our statues, our deities. It could even be a picture of a goddess. And we can also use our tarot cards or our oracle cards to help us center and ground that energy. So depending on what you're wanting to create in your life, if you're wanting to, for example, remove obstacles, we would use Ganesha and we would put Ganesha in the center of our altar and put our items around so that when we sit in front of Ganesha and we do our meditations or we chant, so Ganesha's chant is Om Gam Ganapateye Namaha. So when we're chanting this and we want to chant it 108 times for a minimum of 44 days, if we can, and this is going to remove obstacles. We're going to create the vibration. We're going to pull Ganesha's energy into our aura and it's going to help lift us. It's going to help move those obstacles that are in your way and it's going to propel you forward to the journey that you want to take, that your soul's yearning to take. We could also put down any archangels that we want to bring those energies in. So Archangel Michael or Raphael or anybody that speaks to you. It could be Master Buddha. It could be Mother Mary. It could be Saint Germain. The possibilities are endless. And it's really just finding a spiritual figure, a deity that really has qualities that you want to embody. You want those qualities in your life and you want that part of your soul, that divinity part of your soul to shine brighter. So we could also use our tarot cards so or our oracle cards. So if you pull a card for the week, you could put it on your altar and use the energy of the cards. So depending on if you're using tarot cards and you pull, for example, the sun card. So we're really going to embody what the sun card means. So the sun card represents radiance, abundant. It gives us strength no matter what you're going through. And so if you're putting that on your altar and then you're invoking that energy, you're going to be able to heal any aspects that it's coming up to heal, but also create that beautiful sacred space. 
And the same thing goes for our Oracle cards. So whatever the message is that the divine wants you to work on that week, set the intention and pull the card, then put it on your altar and really use that energy, use it to your advantage so that you can heal those aspects and that you can create more good flowing energy within your own energy body and in your house. By just having these key elements, when you go sit down in front of your altar, it's going to shift you straight into that energy and that vibration straight away. So there's less work, less prep work at the start. And then when you're doing your spiritual practices, such as meditating or chanting or journaling, it's really going to act as that physical anchor to keep you grounded, to keep that energy. And you're going to be able to I want to say go faster in a sense because you're you're able to snap back into or go back into the energy or the vibration that you were already at when you were having those higher consciousness thinking. So say you're working on um, boundaries, for instance. And of course, when you're sitting in front of your altar, you're going to have a higher vibration about your boundaries, but that can dip throughout the day, right? When you, when people are pushing your buttons or when that's being tested. And then when you go back up in front of your altar, you'll be able to sort of start where you left off and rather from the back place of being dipped down. So I would suggest creating a little routine that you can do. It can be simple. It can be as simple as lighting an incense and doing three circles around and just chanting Om Namor Narayani, which we know means I surrender to the divine. So you say that three times and then you can pop your incense down. And that just helps you. If you do that every single day, it doesn't need to be a big thing. You could say a prayer of gratitude and love and compassion that you have in your life. Whatever you're working on, set the intention and just do it every single day. But remember, it doesn't need to be a big thing. We don't need to overcrowd it. And the more simple you make things, I find it's easier to commit to it because it's the commitment and the consistency that actually yields the results. So if you're making it this whole big thing where you've got to meditate for 20 minutes and journal for half an hour and whatever it is, you're going to find excuses why you're not going to do it. So the possibilities are truly endless on how you create this beautiful space for yourself. Just remember to collect items that have a sacred meaning for you and you'll be well on your way to creating a beautiful altar. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If today's episode resonated with you, send me a message. I'd love to connect and hear your thoughts. Sending you blessings of love, light, power and protection. Om Namor Narayani. Om Namor Narayani.